0: What's going on, everyone? This is Sean Heideman here with another segment of 40s Unfiltered. You ain't heard a conversation like this. I am Sean Heideman with Jason Lockhart. What's up, Jason? How you doing, man? What's going on, bro? How you doing? Man, you know me, trying to make it happen out here in these podcast streets.
1: These <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Today, we're going to discuss self-destructive habits in this episode of 40s Filter, which I think is so vital. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast or watching a video from the roommates, and they was talking about how nobody cares about men's health. So I think that this is something that especially amongst us, right, in the African-American community, this is something that we need to um, discuss more of and be more transparent, especially with us being in our forties, right?
1: Right, right, right. This this all ties into uh, the whole uh, mental health aspect of things. Um, um, I know uh, since you know the pandemic and um, you know a lot of the um, the uh, racial injustice and the inequalities that have been going on and transpiring these past two years, uh, the mental health aspect of things has been really big. And so, um, you know, uh, self-destructive habits, uh, behavior, it all um, is parallel to, you know, the whole ballpark of uh, the mental health thing. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and I think time have changed somewhat. I think we're kind of turning a corner as far as uh, men and, and our mental health. I think we're starting, you know, kind of a little slow turn, but I think it's better than where we were, say, maybe 20 years
1: ago. Absolutely, 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 man. I mean, just even just outside of the spectrum of uh of men, just the whole uh black community uh per se it, it was definitely a taboo uh when you made the reference of therapists uh you know you would always get the coin term, I don't go for therapists that's that's for you know the opening of my hand, you know thing so it, it was always coined, and like you know, I actually grew up, you know thinking like you know if I were to uh get a therapist you know to talk to or, or go sit in the chair and you know it all started when kind of thing um you know that was crazy you know I was I was frowned upon and so uh you know you, you, it, that's it's very paramount now to see this merge and change and surge of uh of uh mental stimulation and uh just being woke you know in a sense and uh that's a good thing for us. Yes, sir. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, because I think um some of that maybe stemmed from our parents' embarrassment, maybe because they didn't want to do therapy because then uh and no knock against mom, dad, I get it. You did the best you can do. I get it. This isn't, you know, uh uh throwing mom under the bus session. But I think if we I think if we are honest, even if we could have afforded it back then. I still don't think our parents would have allowed us to go to therapy because then a lot of that stuff would have had to, they would have had to deal with their own demons, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It it would have showed up as a great um, sense of accountability for them uh, that they didn't want to handle at the time. So uh, I I absolutely agree with you on that, Sharon. Yes, sir.
0: -hmm. Because I told myself I didn't want um, to be in my latter years. And and now let me just say this real quick. I know we kind of, going in rabbit trails but um for parents out there just know that your kid is going to have something to say about you regardless no matter how perfect of a parent you are they're going to say something dad you remember that time that uh you ran over a squirrel or something and i was hurt because you ran over the It's like how could you kill the squirrel dad you know what I'm, saying? I'm just saying but it's one of those things where you just do the best that you can uh and working with the tools that you have now this whole thing with uh, self-destructive habits especially for us as men i was doing some research in new york times and let's just kind of throw out some statistics and let's talk about this uh a man's average lifespan is seven years shorter than a woman
1: yeah and uh that's been something all across the board that's been Ever since you know, we could actually like look up statistics and um you know look into things like that, look into numbers. Um that's been the that's been the norm. Um period, you know, uh, all races, you know, all ethnicities, that's that's been the norm for women to outlive men. I I think it's a it's just a a, a sense of um pride that we have within us as men that won't allow us to really express how we feel and 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 show a sense of vulnerability uh we've always been taught since day one that uh vulnerability was a sign of weakness and in actuality it's really not it's a sign of strength because it's showing that you are able to express and communicate your feelings it's showing that you are you are human it's showing your humanity and a lot of times um you know us as men we get caught up in i'm good i'm good but you're really not bro you're really not good so um yeah i i mean numbers don't lie i mean you you can show me whatever you want to show me but numbers do not lie and you know just to back and you know agree with what you're saying brother that that's absolutely correct
0: yeah and that's unfortunate i remember we were at the
1: um
0: the love remix we went there Mm -hmm. and um you know a lot of couples had a great time Uh, but one thing i did notice about some of the couples were the women were healthier than men and when i say this healthier i'm saying more of like physically like some of the men they were broke down like they were tired i mean they like tired tired you know where she's like trying to hold the elevator for, for, for Harold to get in there and Harold's still trying to get, get into the elevator. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, man, as men, I think we spend so much of our life um, trying to uh, uh, save the princess, if you will, or try to, you know, save the world kind of thing. And then by the time we get into our fifties and sixties, and, and man, we, we're done.
1: You we're know? out of there completely. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. We're we're completely out of there because, you know, again, I I think it's just a um, uh, just a mindset thing and just something that just basically passed on to how we think, you know, as far as uh, taking care of the family, um, making sure that uh, you know, that everything every need is met, you know, uh, especially when you're really involved with your kids, you know, and, and you have kids rather um it's that it's that concept of you trying to basically make sure that their needs are met uh, make sure that your wife's needs are met you know anything that's going on around the house you're making sure that you're aware of it so it's necessarily no time for you to um self-reflect and just invest into yourself because you know you're just um you know uh, what's the word i'm trying to say Allotted out Mm -hmm. you know yourself to a lot of you know other things in, in your family so it causes you for your health to deteriorate because I know one thing when you neglect your um, yourself, you know, you, you begin to decline and it, and it happens slowly, you know, before you even know it. I remember uh, uh, there there was a time when I was asleep in my room, well, not, not my room, but I fell asleep in the living room when I was younger and uh, when I woke up, there was a blanket on me. And I didn't realize that the blanket was on me and I didn't realize how it got on me, but that's just the same equivalency to how you know you begin to continue to neglect yourself and your health completely declines and you don't realize that it's doing it and it is happening, but it is, you know. And um, you know, that's that's pretty much how things go a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and, and I think this is why it's important too, that uh you have a good woman in your life. And- that- I seen a TikTok the other day and a guy was talking about there was um, men are in nursing homes dying alone. And he was saying two reasons why is because it's like women or moms, they they always have that help, that community that comes and helps them. Mm -hmm. But for men, he said it's two reasons why you're alone in, 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 in these homes. Because number one, you probably was a horrible parent and number two uh you just never stop playing the field you just always wanted to be player player so you never really cemented a healthy relationship with another woman that's actually going to come and and help you and help take care of you
1: wow wow that's really good that you said that because just in my research uh i'm looking and one of the uh signs of um one of the signs of um self- uh, destructive uh behavior is uh, impulsive decisions uh rat uh just a, a large body count you know uh that that's self-destructive because again that shows a sign of um of low self-esteem low confidence in yourself uh when you just have this like large um uh, uh body count of women that you have uh uh manipulated that you have you know just slept with you know that, that that there's an assurance that needs to take place within yourself so that is definitely uh, a sign of uh, self-destructive behavior yes sir
0: mm-hmm. and i'm glad you said that too because uh if we can get to these young men you know before they get older and they're in their 40s and they're wondering what's happening <laughs> you know we could get to them and teach them that uh You don't have to sleep with every single woman just based off of your impulse. Right. Um, Because there are pregnancies, right? There are STIs. There's all these different things that we never think about um, until it happens to us. And then we have these kids that we don't take care of. And we have these STIs that we're shamed of. And then most men, here's another one. Uh, men going to the to the hospital, going to the doctor, going getting physical, getting these checkups. Uh, mm-hmm. That's another one too that men struggle with um, taking care of their health. Now they'll go to the gym. Mm-hmm. They'll go to the gym. They'll be built like Lord knows who, but they could still be physically or, or mentally um, out of
1: shape. Yeah, no. it's pretty much. Who who are you to tell me what's wrong with me? You you know, I mean, you a man just like I am. You put on your pants just like I am, but it's 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 really baffling to me because you know a lot of times we have that mindset. But I'm like this. Everybody has a specialty in every, in every area. I'm not a mechanic, so do you think I'm going to actually go out there and try to fix on my car? I'm going I'm going to make it worse. So why not? take your earnings and pay someone who is a specialist in that area. You're not going to go to the doctor or a cardiologist. You're not going to go to a a, a orthopedic surgeon. If you need something done with your heart, you know what I'm saying? So why not, you know, I'm a musician by trade. That's, that's what I like to do. You know, I, I'm not going to dare go jump on, uh, uh, try to play professional football because it's just not going to work like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I think we have that, you know, pride mechanism again, that allows us to think that we can fix these different things and stuff. Um, I had a friend and I'll make you laugh. You know, he had um, recently purchased his home Mm. and um, you know, after the warrants he had uh, had depleted rather um, he went in there and tried to fix on um, one of the, uh, one of the pipes, man flood everywhere water everywhere every single way and it could have easily been resolved if he would have just sucked his pride up and said you know what i don't know how to do this so i'm gonna hire a plumber who went to school who had the you know special capabilities to do this and take care of it and get it done simple as it but you know it's just the it's just that pride in us man that that that, that feels like you know I got this you know I don't need anybody else man and and that's that 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 you know that's the number one uh, uh thing that will cause you know you t- you to fail you you do need somebody
0: mm-hmm. yeah why is that though why do we struggle so hard with pride I know I'm guilty of it I've I'm a lot better now mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've probably blocked a lot of blessings honestly being prideful um
1: I, I think mm-hmm. I think it's because. There is a, uh, a, I mean, being transparent. There's a healing that needs to take place mm-hmm. in you because that it 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 when a when a person is confident, they're 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 able to admit and know like where their where their shortcomings are at, where or where they're not capable of doing something. that it doesn't take away from their person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away from anything about them. But they just know, like, look, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna allow somebody else to do that like um when you look at when you look at when you look you know at just just different just when you look at jesus Mm -hmm. um the bible says that uh he he wept when um when mary and martha was was upset at him because he didn't come in a time frame that you know he should they thought he should have came to save lazarus Mm -hmm. and basically (laughs) what happened is Jesus was weeping because it's like you, dudes, you doubted me. You doubted me. I, I could have very well did that, but I was trying to paint a picture. Mm. And the fact that like it didn't bother Jesus because he knew who he was, but it bothered them from the fact that they didn't believe. But that's all in the only story. But Jesus was confident in who he was. He knew he knew the ultimate plan. He knew that basically he was trying to display the glory of God and let Lazarus die before he healed him. Mm-hmm. And if you would have came and healed him before he died, you know, there wouldn't be no significance of the story. So what I'm trying to say is that when you're confident and you know who you are, you, 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 don't, you don't, you don't have to, you know, basically you, 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 you can, you can release, you can relinquish, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you can relinquish, you know, responsibilities that you don't have to, or burdens that you don't have to take on, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, another example, look at Moses, mm-hmm. Moses suffered from the same thing, pride. Pride. It wasn't until he got to a place to where he couldn't, God made it to where he couldn't do it anymore. So he had the other two to lift up his hands yep. because he was so weak because he tried to take on their burden by himself. So that caused him to be able to delegate. When mm-hmm. you're confident, you know how to delegate. You know how to make, you know, oh man, you know how to produce other leaders. You know how to produce other things. That, that That's a sign of being a real man and being real confident in who you are, man. But I'm, I'm
0: sorry to go on my pitch like this. No, no, I love that because now that I think about it, you're talking about like delegating and things of that nature, because even you see men in the workforce who uh, might be a boss, might be a supervisor, whoever, but they have a lot of insecurities because they they are afraid to delegate because they want to have all the power. They don't want somebody else might showing them out in a certain area. Yeah, come on, man. You know come what I'm on. saying? So, uh, and, and I learned that in the game, you know, cause I've, I've spent years in leadership and I realized that, uh, my job is a lot easier when I empower other
1: people. Yeah. Come
0: on, come on. yeah. Empower other people and people who can't handle power are going to end up playing themselves anyway.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. You know, that, exactly. that, that character is going to be shown for what it is. Uh, there was a quote by Abraham Lincoln, I believe maybe he said but if you want to test a man's character give him power you know (laughs) you'll find out a lot about a person who give him some power give him some money you'll find out about people real quick about what their true character is because unfortunately a lot of people uh the only reason why they can't be a butthole is because they don't have either one (laughs) they don't have power or money so they they can't be a butthole because they broke and nobody respects them
1: so yeah 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 um let's let's touch on um when you are experiencing or you are in a pattern of a self-destructive behavior and why is it that um you can't stop um I, i was looking and reading something and it was just saying how you had this lady that was an alcoholic and um she continued to um, you know, use alcohol and drink and drink and then she would get to a moment to where uh, she would sober up and she would come to her senses but later on she would get bored and that, and that craving would actually come back and it was just kind of like a t- continuous cycle mm-hmm. of again, you know, distru- self-destructive behavior. So you know, what do you think causes that? Uh, I think
0: you kind of talked about it earlier. I think you talked about that um that inner hurt that that healing thing um and and, you know now that i think about it because like when you were talking you talked about uh pride and stuff like that i know a lot of my pride came from uh being vulnerable being embarrassed for being vulnerable wow you know because there's a lot of people who can't handle your shortcomings um some people you can't even share your fears with because they look at you sideways they're like you're supposed to be a man right um i was reading uh, a bible devotional the other day and um this guy he was talking about how when people tell men to man up what you're telling him is he's not enough that he's operating from a deficit that's what yeah, I never looked at it like that. So when you tell somebody man up, what they're saying is I have a certain perception of what a man should be in, in your little world, right? Like out of all these billions of people in the world, you have figured out manhood. So when you right. tell somebody to man up, they're like, so you're saying I'm less than subconsciously. You're saying I'm less oh, than.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: yeah. And I need to meet your standard which means that you can never really please whoever that person in is wow you never wow. can please them um so I think a lot of it anyway I say all that I to say I think um it's it's healing that needs to take place because we have so many scars uh so many unaddressed wounds that we never even discussed that we just think our dysfunction is normal so we never really looked at it as something that was bad
1: and you know what I'm, I'm looking over here too and um one of one of the um signs is uh I, i'm gonna want to tackle on two of them mm-hmm. but i uh, really three actually mm-hmm. um one of the signs is uh avoiding responsibility mm-hmm. um that that's a self-destructive habit and and i think that one is one of the um the cancerous ones because depending on the type of cancer some cancer is a great, very aggressive, and it and it moves rapidly, mm-hmm. and some is very slow, and it just subtle and it creeps, creeps up on you. And I think this one with avoiding responsibility is is very slow because, and you, I believe this is my opinion. I think this is one of the self destructive habits that you will find in a lot of people, and the reason why is because, for me, mm-hmm. things that. I deem to be very hard or a task or responsibility that I deem to be very hard and difficult and is overbearing for me, I avoid it. Mm-hmm. I avoid it. And it's, and, it's, and it's a responsibility that I have to take care of, but I tend to avoid it. And what happens in that is that not only do you suffer, but your family suffers, uh, your finances suffer, uh, all types of things suffer. And I think this is something that you know, you can find in each and every individual and it's called procrastination. Procrastination is a self-destructive habit because, you know, again, it causes you to avoid responsibility and it causes you to, you know, put off tasks that you know you need to take care of and handle that will make that will make you successful and make you great. Um, there's something that uh, really stood out to me. Um, Eric Thomas was talking about um, Warren Buffett and how his daily schedule was and It was just saying how he reads six to seven hours a day. And I mean, he's a billionaire. So of course he has the time to do that, Uh, of course. But he was just saying that like he's getting information, he's getting knowledge, he's getting things in. So basically, the more information and the more knowledge that you have, you're able to solve more problems. And a lot of times when you avoid responsibility, that's a problem. And you're not able to solve that problem. So, like I said, it I believe that really, you know, is found a lot in a lot of people, man. You know, when um you're not a you're not able to to face that problem head on and take care of it, take care of that task, mm-hmm. and it causes problems. Like it will eventually, you know, die. I mean, uh, keep. I mean, uh, become more aggressive, and then they keep mm-hmm. on building up, building up, building up to where you can't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah because there's a lot of people who might uh uh, suffer from procrastination because procrastination is real um but i i one thing i have realized over time is um the more you procrastinate about things life doesn't stop so it becomes this snowball effect because what you should have done yesterday becomes two weeks later two weeks later and we ain't even talking about all the stuff that happens on in our life on a daily basis. So that's when we get overwhelmed and we shut
1: down. Wow. Wow. So and uh, another one that I looked up is uh, it says um, one self-destructive behavior is uh, hypersensitivity and emotional numbness. Let's talk about that hypersensitivity. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. Um, yeah some people yeah i remember i used to struggle with being insensitive about things because of my own insecurities mm-hmm. um but i realized too it just depends on who is coming from mm-hmm. uh, if it's somebody that you know to have your best interest then you have to really consider but if you're just catching shots from you know just everybody from coworkers to whoever you know i think that's when they can become uh overwhelming and then you end up shutting down and you not uh you're not open to constructive criticism to to allow yourself to even grow
1: yeah 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 um uh i i, I take it even a step further uh with the hypersensitivity because uh it also causes you to not be able to create boundaries successfully because Uh and it plays into the whole like our first segment, um, the um the uh Superman complex where you're hypersensitive to everyone else's needs except for yours. So it causes you to self-destruct because man, I'm I'm making sure everything, I'm making sure this person is good, this person is good. I don't want to let nobody down. I want to become a yes person, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And it's like, where, where is time for where's time for Sean? Where's time for Jason? Mm-hmm. So when I'm again hypersensitive to everyone else's needs and everyone else's wants, you know, I have to set the boundary and say, you know what, I need to take time out for me. Mm-hmm. And um the emotional numbness con- concept of it, uh, I think you made reference to it earlier, you know, the, the whole body count thing, man. Uh that's a type of emotional numbness, man, because <laughs> when you really look at look at intimacy and sex that is that is a connection that is a spiritual connection and when you're when you're not able to connect with that person and it's just a another another face another body like that that's a problem
0: yeah because uh some people numb out on sex like that some people don't even look at sex as god created it some yeah. people don't even think God can. They, and, you know, and it's weird because it's it's easy to be in a church and uh, you don't talk about sex, so you just make it like this dirty, nasty thing just to save it for somebody for marriage.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's
0: yeah. like it's this horrible, terrible thing. Don't do it. Sex is horrible. Just yeah. save
1: it for marriage. <laughs> you like, yeah. And then <laughs> and then for the ones struggling like <laughs> it was so crazy because um uh, at a particular church that I was at you had the pastor which was married beautiful wife get up there talking about you know refrain from sex and all this stuff and I'm like bro like you you can go home and do that what about me I'm here struggling like how how dare you say that where is the empathy at all you know what I'm saying like for real Man, it's more
0: common. It's more common than you think, believe me, bro.
1: It's it's crazy, man. And I I, I think just even outside of sex, man, just the whole like emotional numbness, man, it it um uh, it, it can get really bad because what it does is man, it, it destroys every single relationship that you have because you're you're not able to give out any type of empathy, you're not able to give out any type of um emo uh, I'm sorry, uh human connection with the person mm-hmm. because you don't have any emotions. You, you don't you don't you don't know how to identify them. You don't know how it feels. Uh, a lot of that stuff, man, and it. I, I think a lot of that does go back and, like you said, stems from our childhood and and things that you know transpired in our childhood that that causes us to become, you know, uh, emotionally unavailable for uh you know for people and just numb and not caring about anything. And one other aspect of emotional numbness is depression. Like depression just simply means when you don't care about anything mm. and anxiety is when you care too much about things you know
0: yeah man that's that that anxiety is real um sometimes i think we do like you said we need to take some time for ourselves. and um i always tell my wife you can't pour from an empty cup okay you, you uh you know that's talk about self-preservation right and mm-hmm. I know it's easy or well, I know it's a struggle for a lot of moms, especially when you got kids and young kids and stuff like that. But if if you're not being the best you available, uh, you can't give that to anybody else because you don't have it. You can't give somebody something that you don't have.
1: Correct. You know, Correct.
0: so because uh, we look at it as selfish, like we look at our babies like they're little babies. So when you say I'm taking some time to myself, it's not that saying we're neglecting our kids it's just saying that i'm just taking some time to prioritize me so i can be good for the kids um and even like you talked about time for us as men i think we need to start taking that more into consideration too because uh unfortunately we already looked at as selfish (laughs) you know but i think if we if we do take that time for ourselves to to um, re-energize uh we can give back more to our wives and our kids because we done got our little fix or whatever, you know, for whatever it is and having that time management. Cause you know, you want to go play golf, go do something and be gone for seven hours. And they like, I understand self-care, but, uh, (laughs) you was gone for seven hours.
1: A little bit too much self-care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Totally. 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 (laughs)
0: Um, there were uh when I was reading this um article in New York Times, I wanted to talk about this too. It said that um uh, men are are twice as likely as women to be alcoholics and three times more likely to be drug addicts. Um uh, yeah, they have been an eight eightfold greater chance than than women do of ending up in prison. Boys are much more likely than girls to be thrown out of school for conduct. Or antisocial personality disorder, or to drop out of their own, drop out on their own initiative, um, men gamble themselves into a devastating economic and emotional pit two to three times more often than women do. So, yeah. So here's those things where again, um, I you know, I don't see nothing wrong with you having a drink. I don't see nothing wrong with you. You know in 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 moderation right really? um and, and everything i think you know you have moderation it's just like you understand your boundaries and then you know you okay i'm done i'm good let me take myself on home let me tend to my family but i think when we don't i think when we overindulge because we haven't dealt with the previous pain is when we start to overindulge
1: yeah um yeah uh, i I think you 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 can identify with the um avoiding responsibility part in it also too because you're not you're not being responsible for taking care of what what's really going on getting to the root of the issue uh the drinking the uh impulsive gambling that's just that's just pretty much the fruit of the root cause of what's going on and uh like my therapist you know told you know us and our uh, um, couple's uh therapy you know there are some things that has to get down that you have to get down to the root I'll, everything that you're doing right now is just an exterior you know part of it but you need to get down to that root and figure out what's really going on and what's triggering this behavior and um so uh I said that in you know in a nutshell just you know find that place of responsibility man and, and and be open with yourself and know like look man I got a problem and this needs to be rectified before I check myself before I wreck myself <laughs> Yeah, pretty much
0: yeah, yeah. And, and and that's that goes back to that vulnerability piece right that admitting that I need some help in a certain area right yeah. right at least feeling safe enough to say that I need help in a certain area
1: and and I mean dealing with addictions you know I can understand you know from uh, another uh, on the other side, you know, of the uh, spectrum, uh, person's perspective on that because, you know, when when I when I'm drinking that bottle, I wasn't an alcoholic. You now I had different addictions, but I wasn't an alcoholic. But I but it it's all the same concept, mm-hmm. so I can understand. The alcoholic, you know, going to their bottle and saying, like, this is the only thing that I can relate to. It don't talk back to me. It don't nag, nag me. It doesn't expect anything from me. I can be myself to this person. It's just me in that bottle, you know, and on the flip side of it, it's giving me something that I need. It, it's 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 supplying something that it, it's giving me a sensation. It's giving me a, a, a temporary uh, fix that I need and i know i can always go back to that and get that thing and it's not going to require anything out of me so that's why i'm going to that so i can definitely i can definitely understand what would be the cause of you know something you know from that nature going like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah man because uh i like you said the whole concept of those uh quote unquote needs you know that addiction whether if it's like you say alcohol or whatever it can be uh it can be women it can be alcohol it can be porn it can be it it can be work right it just depends you know on what you're running from um because i remember yesterday i was having just a bad day just just having a bad day a million and one things running through my mind i'm thinking all the stuff i gotta do i'm just like uh just having a terrible day and i was thinking i said man i told my wife this morning I said, man, I said, let me apologize for being a butthole yesterday. I was like, cause, and she knew it too. She was like, you here, but you're not here. Right. And I had a million and one things and here it is in my head, thinking of all the ways that I can, um, that I'm supposed to conquer the world because there's so much stuff that I want to do and all these other things, these personal goals and achievements, you know, and I'm just like, if I do this, if I do this, just being in my head, but not being present, you know, so, but again, you got to have that emotional awareness to be like, you know what? I was off yesterday to at least recognize that and then be honest with yourself about it. Um, yeah. And I think that's where our spouse and stuff can give us grace when we when we recognize um, having those off days or, or areas that we're struggling with, because sometimes we, we just we don't acknowledge those things. We don't you know. And we just destroy everybody who we come in contact with
1: and you're gonna get it you're gonna get the bills you're gonna get it
0: yeah right 10 15 years down the road you wonder why she ready to leave you or or you know why the kids don't want to deal with you anymore
1: yeah yeah man and it's and, and and that that's another concept of uh self uh sabotage too mm-hmm. uh, that's also a aspect of um self-destructive behavior when you uh self-sabotage things and you um uh, do that to relationships, man. You—it's uh, called a, um, push pu- push pull mm-hmm. uh, mechanism, where you push the person away, but in actuality, you really don't want them away. So you try to pull them back, you push them again, pull them back. Just you know, whole bunch of mess, you know. Yeah. And so uh, that that that's really you know self-destructive because um, one concept of you know that is it may not end up in death. It may end up in you in that nursing home by yourself. Don't nobody come and see you. Whoever the beneficiary is, or whoever the person that is responsible of, um, what is it called? The uh, what's it called when somebody is responsible for, like your estate and all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you're well, talking about. Well, yeah, whatever that is. They collecting your check, and you're in a nursing home, and they ain't coming seeing about you, and none of that stuff so you know like that's that's people's nightmare and you don't want to end up like that man like you don't you don't want to do that yeah and that
0: starts with today that starts with being intentional today um because whatever happened in your past you can't change that right um Mm -hmm. but all you can do is just press forward and and being intentional every day um because i always tell my wife and and you know sometimes i joke about it but sometimes i don't but i'm just like look When it's time for me to check out, when it's time, when it's all said and done, I don't want nobody lying at my funeral. Right? Be just be honest. Don't don't be lying in the church.
1: (laughs) Right? Don't lie. Yeah, you got to lie, (laughs) Creed.
0: Yeah, right. So you know, so I live my life as, and I think I might have said this before. I live my life as if. What if, you know, what if my funeral was today kind of thing? Like, will my family really take pride in missing me and being honest about the kind of person I was that I can leave them great memories opposed to uh, leaving a whole bunch of hurt and heartache? You know what I'm saying? I'm checked out. I'm gone already, but I don't left scars on them. That's going to damage them for the next 25 years.
1: Come on. Um, What's their movie called with Whippy Goldberg and LL Coogee and all? I mean, I think it's called Kingdom Come came Mm -hmm. out about 20 years ago almost and um i believe they asked Whoopi goldberg what do you want um to put what what remarks would you like to put about the person and she said i have two words uh mean and surly (laughs) and it's just like okay well dang is that the legacy that you want to leave for somebody like you know like like you say my brother you 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 want to be empty, but be empty from giving out like good, positive things, you know. Uh, And I always talk about, you know, I I know I've shared this before, but you know how the Bible says that a a good man, you know, leaves a legacy and all that stuff for his children's children. And it's not always tangible, man. It's mindsets, you know. uh, That's pretty much what what a generational curse is. It's a mindset that was passed on from generation to generation to generation. Mm. So how about we set positive Good, you know, ways of thinking. Good, you know, habits and think a uh, uh, concept of thinking. You know, on to, of course, our children's children. You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And like you said, it's, it's, you, the kind of memories you create, um, because and granted, we have all played the villain in somebody's story. <laughs> you right. know,
1: right? Come on.
0: Regardless right. of how perfect we think we are, if somebody can tell a story
1: about us. <laughs> you'd be like, who, Jason? No yeah. way. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i i, I know i didn't turned over some wine tables and threw some computers and yeah, you know, busted some holes in some walls yeah hey i've done it so, yeah
0: you know we're all guilty but you know this day forward so if you are listening to this or you are watching this think of you know this day forward just wake up every morning and ask yourself just tell yourself this day forward Um, and we all mess up we all make mistakes but just start being intentional because I think a lot of times we just let life just run us and we don't take time to be intentional to say I'm sorry right or um, to take some time out of our day and to give some of our time to someone else devote our time um, you know for whatever that look like I think we have to just be intentional and once we can start doing that I believe that life gets a little easier for us and and people don't mind doing stuff for you you know it's a beautiful thing man when you have people who are willing to look out for you because they just know overall that you're a good person that you know you do whatever you can to help people so um sowing those seeds man it's a beautiful thing when yeah. you're kind of yeah. caught in the bind and somebody can show you some love you know
1: yes i wanted to say something too man you um even in uh one of the, I guess, five components that it shows to uh, stop self-destructive behaviors is one is break the cycle of shame. Uh, oftentimes, we, 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 we beat up ourselves, you know, um, because of a mistake that we made. You know, uh, it was a movie called Meet the Robinsons. I'm, I'm a movie person. Man. And um, they would always have this uh, slogan. They would say, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. And that's what we have to do, you know, make a mistake, move forward, you know, own up to it, show accountability and move forward. And the next, the other one is don't believe the negative talk, man, uh, th- that, that could speak on itself. I don't really have to just elaborate on it. You know, don't, don't believe the negative talk. That's going to be always your, 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 your enemy is your biggest enemy your enemy rather Mm -hmm. and like, you know, you're going to always have that voice that's going to speak to you negative things, man. So, you know, what did they say? It takes 30 days to break a habit. Mm -hmm. Just try to change the trajectory of of your thoughts to your head, you know, in those 30 days, you know, start speaking positive things. You know, a good book says, speak on those things which are pure, which are thoughtful, which are of good rapport. So, you know, try to speak on those good things. Also, it says three, get a support system. Get support. This is my brother. Like, you know, he he holds me accountable. You know, he like I'm I'm just now starting the whole podcast thing. He he gives me great advice, gives me great tips, give me great pointers. He know, one want to tell me, go get you a light go get you a light, bro, go get you a microphone. So he's always, you know, in my place of support, man. I, I feel like I can talk to him about anything, man. And that's how I know it's definitely a god connection. Man, you want to find people, man that are covenant brothers, man, that the covenant sisters that that, that is going to pray for you. That's going to, you know, just be there for you, you know, whatever aspect. Mm-hmm. And um, again, use failure to learn, you know, failure is nothing but feedback. Failure is nothing but feedback. That's all it is. Uh, Thomas Edison said, I had made the condensive light bulb a thousand times and it failed. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I don't really know the actual number, but he said he did it a lot. Mm-hmm. And he said, Somebody asked him, was he depressed about that and he said he said to the person, he say no, it has just two hundred or some thousand times and I know not how not how to do it so use you failures feedback, and then the last one this definitely speaks to me it says prepare ahead of time, so you know if you wanna if you if you don't if you know you procrastinate, prepare ahead of time. what is that saying sean if you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail mhm- yeah prepare ahead of time
0: Mm -hmm. I
1: like that man
0: I like that that's oh, what a great way to sum that up man because I think we do need those basic tools because especially for men like we need tangible things we need things that somebody gonna actually tell us you know something that can help hold us accountable like like we talked about before so yeah those are some great things man I I would like to say too that um Forgive yourself too. Man, um, forgive yourself. I think that's a big, I think men, I think we struggle with that a lot. Just forgiveness of whatever might have happened in the past. Um, and you can start over today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's never too late because your 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 testimony. You never know who you can help, man, through your testimony. Yeah. So forgive yourself, man. I think that's very important. Um uh, yeah, absolutely. Man. Any any closing thoughts? Uh, anything else that you want to give uh, the brothers or uh, even the sisters? Because the sisters be watching too. Because they oh, might.
1: I mean it, it, it's it's kind of that's kind of you know how shall I say unisex? I yeah. mean that's kind of the same you know it's it's the same you know concept and the application that you need to do. Man, forgive yourself. There's a lot of um, sisters out there that's made some mistakes. Man, got into some you know uh, soul ties and some, some bad relationships, you know, bad experiences, man. And, and they blame themselves, you know, but, you know, don't blame yourself, man. That, 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 that was a learning, you know, lesson that you had to learn. Uh, the, 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 the concept is did you learn from it and, and can you move on from it? You know, and, um, don't, th- don't allow you to, uh, uh, self-sabotage, you know, relationships. You might find a good guy. You know, a lot of times you, you have that frog before you had that princess prince. I'm sorry. And so um, you may have had a, had a frog experience right now and that prince may be right after that. So depending on what you learn and how you responded to that frog situation will determine on how things go with that prince. You mm-hmm. could very well miss them because you're so stuck on what happened in the past, so stuck on that, that experience. Just move on, move on, move on and, 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 and learn from what you move on. Take that failure and make it feedback. Of that another
0: dope segment of 40 zone filter jason let everyone know how they can get in touch with you on social media
1: uh you can reach me um by my uh, name uh yours truly jason lockhart on facebook um and uh through instagram it's jackson heights own uh jackson heights underscore own
0: okay jackson heights underscore on yeah and you can also um you can catch me on twitter most of the time so catch me on twitter at uh scary to remarry that's all it is you just type in scary to remarry i will pop up you find me on twitter um on all social media uh, platforms just type in it's scary to remarry you will find me there this is sean heineman here with another segment of 40s on filter with
1: jason lockhart oh I'm represented by HBCU, jarvis christian college hey represent, hey, represent.
0: <laughs> yeah, represent,
1: represent.
0: <laughs> that's what's up All right, people, we will talk to you next week. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you share this video with a friend as well, uh, because someone might be dealing with that, uh, with this this certain uh, area in their life. So make sure you share this with a friend and make sure that you hit the subscribe button. So when we record, you can catch these sessions as they go and you can learn some stuff for yourself in your own personal life. All right, people, thanks once again for joining us. Take care.
1: Peace. Hold on, hold on. Cool. Are we still recording? Okay.